if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hire this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to MarcellaAlonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did hello welcome to Sunday Funday and today I welcome my guest, Daniel J. Parafant. Did I say it yeah, right? You did. I, I you nailed did. it. I got, well, no, I get, sometimes I get nervous because um, like a speech, I've always had trouble with speech, you know, yeah. as, a, when, as a kid growing up and stuff. And um, then I just get nervous, even with this being recorded and stuff, because like it's such a pain to edit. So what's going on? We have talked before when you were on my IG, but welcome, yes. welcome, welcome. This is officially my podcast. Congratulations. Daniel, thank you. Um, please introduce yourself. Tell everybody who you are. My name is Daniel J. Parafin. I'm a New York City stand-up comedian. I've been on the scene for a long time, so I'm a New York City veteran. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Yes. Um, well, I'm drinking my sangria. We were talking before because I was so happy you showed up five minutes beforehand. Like, cause I've had people go, I need 10 minutes. I need, like, <laughs> I need 20 minutes. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's, it always happens. It's comics, right? You said, it's, well, so I have two podcasts, you know, like I told you earlier, yeah. I have get schooled by Marcella Alonso, which is, Basically, it is strippers, it is porn stars, it is hookers, it is everybody in the adult industry. And I've never had an issue with any, maybe like somebody has, and I've never had an issue with them showing up. If that yeah. makes sense. You get what I'm saying? Like they yes. show up, they're on time. These are sex workers. These are people in the adult entertainment, like all, because it's about all different spectrums of adult entertainment or sex work. They yeah. show up, they're right on time. The comics, how the hell? Like... <laughs> okay. The reason the comics are like that mm-hmm. is because comics are naturally impulsive. Every single comic you meet has some, usually has some kind of impulse thing. So they're constantly wanting, like, it's a constant reassurement. And usually mm-hmm. when that happens, they become more flaky because they'll do things other than what they have to do. It's that maybe ADHD kind of style. So you're so impulsive, you always need a fill. You might go jump to something that'll give you a quick, like, a quick up versus a responsibility you have to do. So they're not up for their cheddar. Oh, that's <laughs> total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's they're not yes. up. Because sex workers, like, they, I'm sorry, sex workers don't do it because they're, pa- well, some are, pa- some are passionate, but um sex workers versus uh 
Like they show up, they're up for their cheddar, but these comics, I'm like, yo. I agree. I, I don't disagree like, with you. It's yeah. 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 It happens in the industry like crazy. All I the, all the, well, up to you. Oh, I see it. I see it. I go through it or else I, I get it. Like, but the communication is so off. But then when I look at some comics and, um, you know, I have a background in um, like acting and all that. And I worked at an agent's office and I have my yeah. SAG card and, nice. this. I, you know, I think it's the time when I was a SAG card. Well, I got to see who has what agent or not. I'm like, how do some of these comics have such good agents if they're such big flakes? <laughs> but I got to I'm going to start. I noticed no, no. I noticed, though, like I have interviewed people that have showed up, been on time and been and honestly, like there was two L.A. comics and um, Stephen Briggs and Stephanie Tejada um, showed up on time, were perfect and all that. I think Stephen, Stephen, uh, Stephen has an agent, but they both were like right on time, whatever. So I don't know if it's these are the New York comics I mostly encounter that are like that. That does happen. It's very rampant. It's but, rampant yo, in our industry. It's rampant so hard. I'm not even kidding. What, is it New York comics or LA comics? Because No, it's it's New York comics for sure. It's definitely so, New York comics. There's no way. But, you know, they always said LA is full of flakes. Yeah, but LA is like, you have to show up on time for your auditions. New yeah, York, yeah, they train yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. New York comics show on time for the spot. Sorry, every year. Right, right. I don't understand when New York comics, but I've had a lot of that, like trying to book, do you know, doing everything, and, and uh, so what's and what? going, what's going on with you? Oh, okay. Well, I, I recently also started, just recently started the podcast too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do the. It's like it's a fun way to get, like, try to build a following ship. Well, you better you know, have me on it. I, of course. Uh, Are you kidding? We'd you reach be out to my PR lady and, and oh tell her God. you want me on. You have to go yeah. through her. Okay, um, you have to contact I, Lainey. No, because people always tell me about a podcast. They go, oh, we'll get you on. And no, crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> you're like, you're also like, uh, you're very approachable. You're a very sweet person. Do you get Aww. that a lot? You're very, no, seriously. Like you're, I feel like I saw something I, I really like about you. You know, you're, you are very down to earth. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's what rocks, yeah. you know? And I'm like, for anybody out there, there's my reach, the 63 point million reach on Facebook. Well, no, that's oh one God. of my side. Yeah, so I'm like, these people, I'm like, hello. <laughs> well, certain people, but I, I have turned, I, I would mind being on yours podcast. I would be, you know, go reach out to Lainey, of course. That's my PR. Anybody out of there course. that wants me, go bother Lainey Sp- Spicer. Yeah, um, drop her a line. She's yeah. nice too. She's always very yeah, like she's hey, nice. how you doing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I've interviewed some people and I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, and I don't want to be rude, have me on. I've been on some good a number. I do like, I'll be honest with podcasts, I do like like doing the Zoom because of the convenience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't you absolutely. like sometimes when you do like, are you doing it in person or whatever? uh it's actually in person but but i'll go for in person for you yeah (laughs) i were like (laughs) plus it'd be great i feel like i've only known you through the internet yeah i never like yeah we don't have i never 
think of how many people you know now mm-hmm. through the internet, no in real life contact. Isn't that crazy? And sometimes you professionally, you might never actually directly work with this person. You'll just know of them and through their online works. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're right about that with the, um, and the internet, like, cause you know, I was an IG thought, right? <laughs> <laughs> I always share this with people. Well, I was an IG thought and I've met people who like hasn't on, been who uh who hasn't been. Yeah. But uh I've met people through the years like in person that were big on the internet and they could be quite quite cuntish really? or like arrogant or whatever or like full of themselves. You get what I'm saying? Like yes. the yes. internet can lie. The internet yes. can lie. Yeah. 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 Plus those you get to a certain like it does. That happens too. That happens in like comedy too. There's mm-hmm. more. There's a more of a tradition now where if you have a large following, you can get on stage easier, even if you can't necessarily get your following to work for you in terms of like putting chair, uh, people in seats. It's mm-hmm. still a large enough market where people see it and they go, "Oh wow, I would love to work with them." No matter like even just to talk with them, like see what they're doing right. So a lot of right. times, people with big followings through stand up get like get things way before they're ready or like, and they're super. Oh, no, I, I, I have seen that. And not to be yeah. like a female basher. And I've said this multiple times, but I have seen some female comics and, you know, they're cute. They're thin, they're young, whatever. And then they perform. And all I can think of is who the hell are they fucking to get on here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all I could think of because I'm like they're not very good what what no. why? but then I see the following and I see what you're talking about because I have seen some comics that I'm like oh my god they're hilarious and then you don't see them a lot but social media is is freaking everything social yeah. media is everything yeah it's also like people it's how people like like your social media is supposed to be like the best life you're living or one of those things and like so many people just will blast out what is it what well no when people say your best life living like uh eh, like i i don't know i lived when i lived in la for 10 years i still saw so many frauds of different situations with it but but it was easy to manipulate though in la like with the internet what do you mean yeah like oh um, yeah people would go to um I just, I, you know, knowing being in LA, like it's really like fake. You get what I'm saying? And New York is real, but you, you got to kind of live on both coasts to see and, and to, you know. Yeah. I went to Miami and over there, people were mean to me because I was chubby. Oh, they were mean to you. <laughs> Yo, if you're not like, if you're not like a super hot person in Miami, you uh-huh. will get completely shunned. No one gives a fuck. It's so funny. It's so competitive there with the hot people. Yeah, I could see that. But I know I'm Cuban and I know that, you know, they like to get their babies fat. It's like common (laughs) to get everybody. Like, I think that's like, yeah, this common, like growing up cute. I'm thinking of like Hialeah, like you were probably like in the areas, like where, where were you at, Brickell or... Uh, I don't know. I was Miami. It was by the beach. That's all I remember. It was uh, some kind of hotel. We did stand up down there for a little bit. Oh, okay. But it was yeah, like I don't know exactly where it that's, was. That's that's not real. That's tourist area. Oh, okay. Go to Hialeah. Go to Hialeah and just speak total Spanish, and you'll be fine. Oh, oh hell yeah! Okay. 
But I, I don't think, but they're, but they're okay. But the thing about Miami and, and, you know, it's a little bubble, it's a bubble, it's a political bubble. Political and bubble. so, yeah, it's a bubble than anywhere else for Latinos. They, um, uh, conservative, right? Yeah. 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 I'm half Cuban, half Puerto Rican. So, uh, I, it oh, was very shit. confusing growing up. You know what I'm saying? I stay neutral with my politics here. I don't like to. And I'm very <laughs> friendly. I will not tolerate. But anyway, um, uh, it's a little. So the thing about like over there, you have to like, if you're a comedian and you play to Miami and you're not at tourist area, you got to kind of watch like your humor because it's it's kind of conservative. Stuff is conservative over there. The jokes oh, are wow. funny. Yeah. But I'll be honest, like, um, I'll be honest, like, uh, uh, you know, like every area, you just have to know that audience, right? That's a comic. Yeah. 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 Every area you have to know the audience and you have to like, at least like have a little, I guess, just get them close to you. Because if they like you, even if they're against your politics, if they like you, they'll laugh at things that are crazy. Yeah. They'll laugh at whatever. I get people to laugh at like dark things, you know, like most of my, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of my humor, like. So they'll people all crowds have to do is like you. Yes. Yeah. And so what, you what's whatever. your I'm so sorry for going and rambling. Maybe the sangria hit. What is your podcast? <laughs> blog? <laughs> it's last call comedy. The last what? Say that. Last call comedy. Oh, so, nice. Nice. And, and you. Yeah. You've already started it. Yeah. We're like, I just started filming some episodes recently. So we have like five episodes in. We're going to try and launch uh pretty soon so it's exciting to like figure out what direction we want to go in even Mm -hmm. you understand like you're you you have a voice already you know who you are yeah the problem is trying to take that and amplify it for like a podcast is infinitely harder you know having to figure out totally you know like it's just like having to figure out what people like about you right oh yeah and then the marketing aspect of it even me yes yeah yeah because like <laughs> you want the guests to like share it too you know what yeah, i mean yeah, or yeah. announce it that's a big deal um which i will let me get up my numbers again <laughs> let me i will share for whoever <laughs> like i lost the, the whole thing i will share on my impression 63 million impression i will share if you put me on yeah uh just don't like i'm funny about when people do clips it like certain clips i'm like oh if i just don't like the clip i i won't share but i'll share like a picture or whatever instead yeah yeah this is where i was i get it mm-hmm. yeah because you could be in a clip saying things like yeah you know i farts and people tag you in it and you're like right. oh no that wasn't right. that's not the clip i wanted right I want yeah. right but but you you're gonna learn this with guests it's like hey they said that shit that's on them <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if they call and they complain, um, I don't like this or whatever. Then it's like, uh, you're the one that said that. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't say it. it. When did you I know? post you? Yeah. Did I? That's did so I put funny. a gun to your head? Never. No. I never. <laughs> you know? How do you like? How do you deal with like yourself? How do you deal with egos? What do you mean egos? You know, like oh, people with, like, that are people. egotistic. I just won't bother. And then I'll tell you one thing. I, I developed a love. I think I've said this before, but um, a love for stand-up comedians because the artwork of them having to practice, them having to learn the audience, it's really a very difficult art stand-up comedian, right? Yeah. Right. And um, 
I dealt with one ego, like on my last show that you were on, where it was on my IG, I had somebody that was viral that did skits and they were ego. And I just like, I was like, you know what? I'm never dealing with them again. If I see somebody associated with them, I ain't going to deal with them. That's it, whatever. And um, they were like a dick to you. They were just, um, they were a pervert. They were cocky. They were, they were just somebody that like, they have a big following and they only do viral videos, but they're not a comic. They're not an actor. They're not, they're not like, they're like, you know, I'm in a movie and I'm like, what is it? And I'm like, okay, you're in a movie. (laughs) I'm in the entertainment world too. And like I said, I've worked at an agent's office and I'm seeing it's a non-union budget, which means like, you know, yo, I didn't go into porn because it was, I never did porn um, because it's non-union. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I believe yes. in unions. I believe in unions. So, uh, Solidarity. Yeah. Yes. So um, I believe like in the Screen Actors Guild. So right there, that don't impress me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then when they go, you know, a lot of people know me in New York and I'm like, yeah, and and I'm like thinking, you know, New York is just one city. Yes, it's the biggest yeah. city of America, yeah. but but uh, I really don't. I don't go to nightclubs. I don't like. It's just I was so like turned off. I said I, I realized like I will never interview or deal with somebody that's like a viral person again. They have to have like like so. This podcast is just for even as much as flaky comics are. You know, this Sunday Sunday <laughs> is for my stand-up comedians. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I have, you know, I won't have somebody because, you you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be dropping, like, and, you know how, like, I've seen stuff where people are dropping Andrew Tate. Like, that's so tacky. That's so, like. Ugh. What, you hate it? So you're past that. You don't right, care about it. You want, right. Yeah. I don't, I want quality. Like I like the fact you know. Like even though I even though comics or whatever. Like I just don't like big egos because I've been around. I've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, I've so been around the block a million times. So you just avoid <laughs> your your whole trick is to just avoid it completely. You see yeah. it coming and you kind of move out of the way. Right. Exactly. Because who wants to deal with like egos? Like or, oh, or like please get out of here. Like okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't need the validation. Look, all I care about at the end of the day, I'll tell you the truth, is money. Like, at the (laughs) end of the day, like, I enjoy doing, I just want to get, like, I want to get, like, sponsored residuals. I want to make money. I want this podcast to blow up. I want to get advertisers. Um, I make a lot of money through my social medias, various ventures and stuff like that. That's all it is at the end of the day, but I can't deal with like, and then I can't, I'm very authentic too. You you get what I'm saying? I'm yeah, not you're gonna, real. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the way people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. real. Remember that mm-hmm. JLo song? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have to date myself here for a second. But being like, remember that JLo song from 2007? Yeah I, yeah. I think she's real. She doesn't really have that much plastic surgery. Believe it no, or not. She also is like. She she definitely found a way to really sell herself. It's like she really like capitalized herself. You know, she really chopped up her brand, everything. She just yeah. kept selling her name. It's an yeah. interesting thing to do. You you have to do that though. Yeah. You have you to can't... like like people knock on the Kim Kardashian or whatever, and uh, she really got her name. The whole family 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish, why don't you wish you were part of that family? Yeah. Or at the very right. least, I mean, my family, you know, <laughs> my family can find on camera. Huh? <laughs> Could oh, your family, my family find on no, camera? No, no, no. They're no, not. No, never. No my, no, my my young daughter would not follow through with nothing. My young daughter is her young, her worst enemy. Um, that kid's her worst enemy. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, oh, well, I have a 19 year old, and then I have an older kid. You know, we're Latina. We you know we start yeah. reproducing. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, really. yeah, 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 yeah. Long. So, um, yeah, my oldest is she's is she's my oldest is she's not conservative. She's like. Uh, independent this, uh, middle uh, middle of the road i guess not middle of the road well she's gay but she's not she's con- she's gay but she's conservative but not like political conservative like uh, like i'm way more wild than she ever will be she's just a boring lesbian <laughs> but i'll say that my oldest which is good you want your kid you want your daughters to be a boring lesbian yeah 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 it's like you, you, easiest, you're like yeah. oh god yeah when people are saying uh, like talking shit about the lgbq no uh i'm happy as hell with my children being this way you know what i'm saying now if i had a son because i have some gay male friends i would be worried like shit because for a gay son oh no but why i mean just like well you don't know the gay you don't know oh yeah the gay world Oh, oh, not discrimination, the world like they'd be getting on grinder and then going to hook up here with some straight guy that says he's on the download, putting himself in a such like, you know, maybe it was because I watched Jeffrey Dahmer and I was I was like, uh, <laughs> I was crying afterwards. I was so you, you remember the Jeffrey Dahmer on Netflix? Yes. Yeah, I was yeah. crying. I was really, really upset. Like I was because I was felt bad for the family. So that's why I said like having a gay son, I would be scared. Like, you know, you can't be, well, be careful who you hook up with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cause yeah, I can see and that. my gay boys out there, they know what they're doing. They and know. like, not like I heard the cops don't really investigate. Like when it's gay dudes, no. the cops don't really like help you or anything. They're kind of just like, yeah, well, that's what you get for being gay. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, if you saw that show, they were like, they, they, he kidnapped that. Yeah. He kidnapped, he kidnapped him. And then they went to the cops and the cops didn't believe him. And the boy was 14 years old and they didn't do anything, which that I think, I think that Asian family, did they sue or not sue? I don't know. Somebody would have to like figure that out for me, but yeah, that to me is really, really sad. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, that's where as a woman, as a mother, I would be worried. Um, <laughs> but with a, a daughter, like, you, you know what I mean? My younger daughter's straight. She has me worried. And I see the grays coming through in my head because of my kid. <laughs> not the oldest. The oldest was a perfect teenager. I didn't have to worry, but. It's yeah. one of each. You know, you had the, you had the calmer one. Now you're just going to deal with the. The the little, other one, more, but yeah, if I said, "Oh, let's do a reality show," this would, oh man, they would not be down for it. So whatever Chris Jenner's doing with six of the kids, <laughs> only one didn't follow through. The boy. Oh shit! You know the boy. We never hear about what's his name. Um, Rob Kardashian. Oh. Yeah, that was the only Kardashian I ever saw in person, to be honest with you, when I was in L.A. I lived in Rob Kardashian. I lived in the Valley and I would see him everywhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was the only one I ever. Living his life? 
Yeah, I remember when I first moved there, I saw him at the gym. Um, I've seen him at strip clubs. Nice. I've seen him in parking lots. Yeah, that's the only one I ever saw. <laughs> so. It's still like, it's a little exciting. You get a picture, you just say hello, you just see him pass by, you're like a magical unicorn. Huh? You know, you see like a unicorn, kind of like, uh-huh. oh, wow, look at it. It's rich. Oh, him? Hello? Yeah. Uh, I didn't see him as a unicorn. I just, um, so when I lived in LA, they have a lot of Armenians. And so what they do is they hang out in parking lots. Really? That's what they do. Yeah. These like hood Armenian dudes. These are like, are, yeah, are, I, I kind of miss that culture be, and they all lived in Glendale and they all hanged out at, um, and he would, he had like a lot of Armenian cause he's half Armenian and, uh, they all go hang out at with their cars or whatever. Yeah. And in LA, they do that. That's a big thing. Yo, that's sick. That yeah, they just hang. Like they hang. And they're they grown men. Out. They're grown men. But that's what oh, they yeah, do. That makes sense. But they're but they're they're harmless. They're nice. Like I never like I like I really like enjoyed uh, the two communities I miss. Of course, are well. Are they wait? Are they broke boys or are they like? No, they always they... have money. Oh fuck! Yeah, they have. They always have like nice cars or whatever. But they, um, oh, yeah, so that's what like... they do. So that's why I guys. No, no, I never talked to them, but they they're harmless. They're just in the parking lots of various uh, what's it called? Uh, Gas stations. That's just what they do. What did you do growing up over here in New York? Well, we okay. Well, that's funny that you mention it because we would hang out in the train station. So, you know, like you get out if you go by any school around three to five or like maybe two to five, any oh, high yeah. school, the ones that let out around the time, all the kids usually hang out in the train station just to hang. You have nowhere to go. You're a young kid. It's nice outside. You just hang out in the train station with your other high school friends, especially the broke ones. You, you <laughs> see it every day. You see it any weekday in New York. You go no, by you're the train right. Station. I do. I see a ton of kids um, like in Midtown. What's that one area like on um, by Central Park, that one I used to live by there before I moved to Brooklyn. Nice. Yeah, and they would. They, you're right. They all do kind of just like hang out in there. Yes. If you're talking about, uh, are you talking about Columbus Circle? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that whole area is is total. It's so nice, but like the boy, the second three o'clock hits, it's like a wave of children just coming in. You don't know what's going on. They're loud. They're pushy. They're going to mm-hmm. knock you down. I kind of like it. It's fun. You know, you see yourself like as a kid, you're like, oh, that was used to be me. I was that rude. Oh, uh, yeah. Person. Yeah. Yeah. You're right that they, um, they, they, uh, hold on. I have to put, I, uh, let me, see. I hate this when I get interruptions and I've said, I'm um, doing my podcast. <laughs> I have to like tell somebody cause I put my, um, phone on mute and i sure enough i get somebody calling me yep. so yeah yeah i remember i've seen that yeah how daniel how long have you been doing comedy because i forgot it's a long time ago probably a long year time since, over like, like years? 10 years over, over 10. 10 years yeah it's hard i mean it's it legitimately is one of the hardest endeavors i've ever like tried to overcome or try to do mm-hmm. and it's been super exciting to like just meeting new people part of it to like when you're lower class, and this is for anybody, for yeah. me, it helped a lot because we were immigrants and I never really assimilated to American culture at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the 
the being a comedian thing has really been like it's helped me integrate to American society way better. And I totally recommend to anybody who's like really poor, especially like mm-hmm. just you meet so many people, you expand your network very well. More people know you, you know more people, etc. It's like like and you know like did you did you grow up like middle class or like how did you how was your childhood? Middle class, um, yeah, more middle class. But I know what you're talking about. Um, I was born in the states, but fit came well, not really from. My dad was an immigrant, but my mother is Puerto Rican, so she's that's U.S. territory. But I know what exactly what you're saying because the entertainment world you do um, meet a whole bunch of different type of people. Yes. Yeah. And some of them are so like uh, part of the fun is like you see like all these I've met all these kids who like went to nice schools and like Mm -hmm. they got like creative writing degrees. So you see like early on, it's really even more competitive and like kind of how the scales are a little unbalanced for you, you know, Mm -hmm. all these kids, like they, some of them went to like, the one on like, for example, Amy Schumer, Mm -hmm. right. She had a sorority. So early on, she instead of like doing her, like the, the way your most comics do it is, open mics, crappy shows, big shows, right? Over right. the years, she cut the line and went to big shows because she had a big enough network to invite to her shows and keep coming to see her. So uh-huh. there was no, she never had to really do the lower tier stuff at all. She was always at least mid tier was when she was started, but that's because of her network, her money. It helped her right. out. Her uncle, yeah. for fuck's sake, is Chuck Schubert. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her uncle's Chuck Schu- I, You know what? I didn't really care for her until I watched that series on Hula. And I was like, this is the best I've ever seen of Amy Schumer. Like, I didn't I didn't really relate to her until her new series. I think something about when certain women, when they have kids, they're more relatable. Maybe oh, that's yeah. me. But um, before, like, her comedy, if she was on, I would change it or whatever, but... Um, you didn't, so you didn't like the extreme, like, kind of edgy humor she has? Um, it wasn't... Ed- so this is the thing, because I've been in sex work, and it, it's... I call the people that are not in sex work um, squares, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I'll say it. I call them squares. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I kind of have a degenerate background. My dad was a drug dealer. He was a Cuban drug dealer. He was notorious. Like, he got shot. I, like, you know what I mean? I have that Spanish background. I was a stripper for many years. So, for me, it's really hard to um, sit there and would woman, different women's comic, you know, it, for a lot of women comics, it was really hard to relate. Um, one comic that I was so proud I got on the show was Sarah Conteres and she was Puerto Rican. And it was, that was, that was probably the first time ever when I saw her performance that I could relate to somebody because she was the same culture as my mom, Puerto Rican. And she was Latino and she was, her material was relatable, but before Amy Schumer had kids. And again, I've had kids since I've been 16 years old, um, (laughs) you know, uh, it, she was not relatable. I felt like she was a person of privilege and I didn't really have that privilege. Oh, totally. Right. Totally, and so totally. I, me as an audience member, I, you know, I love stand up comedy, but it's very hard for me. It was very, very hard for me to relate with her. Um, 
So after I saw that series, I was like, I was like, wow, this is actually good. It was relatable. And um, I think, I I think it's called life of Beth or Beth. I forgot what it's called uh, that it's currently on that. Somebody's going to have to Google it, but uh, whatever that show is something Beth or whatever life and Beth it's pretty good, but that's probably the only time I've ever liked a piece of work of Amy Schumer because of... That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah and of... I'm just being real with you because I can't relate. No, so. no, it's great. Yeah, and, and even when um, people that, like, are not... In, like, it's very, you know, I've, I've, I've through the years, like, even though this is my mainstream podcast, um, it's been very hard for me to relate to certain people. You, you get what I'm saying? Yes. So, um, because you know, people that are in sex work don't date like, we actually don't date like uh, squares in a way. People that have been in it as for as long as I have. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Been you're on dating. It. Yeah, I've been in it the game since I was 18 years old. When I can announce my actual age, but my birthday. I, I thought it was 25. No, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But for, you know what I'm saying? So for humor, you know, humor, when we go to somebody you want to relate and um, what's really, really hard, I've noticed, you know, like I'm trying to represent a lot of Latino comics. Uh, we only understand each other, but then we, sometimes we, you, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not a comic, but a lot of Latino comics I relate to with their comedy, but I've seen like in the audience where people are like, huh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the gringos oh. are like in the audience going, ah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't uh, get this. I don't, get this. I don't yeah. get this, but the other Latinos, uh. right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I'm trying to do something different with my podcast and showcasing because we all kind of relate with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It, yeah, because it's hard. More than yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like... we, we need more, We listen, we need more um, writers, even though there's a yeah. writer's guild strike right now, as I speak, <laughs> more Latino writers, we need Latino um, agents, managers. Um, we need everybody behind the scenes too, not just comics yeah. or actors. We need also we're like forty percent of the population. Or right, right. Well, we need to take so, over. Yeah, we need. Yeah. <laughs> we need That's to true. take over. Yeah, yeah. So there needs to be. Um, and I think John Leguizamo, he he preaches that a lot. He's a fellow Colombian like you, right? You know, he preaches that a lot. Yeah, he definitely likes the the working together. We also need to like work together. I think that's the hardest part too. Something right. that like yeah, right. other cultures don't work as unified. We work kind of scattered. No, the the Latinos are well. I've noticed this. I'm trying to get different comics on that happen to be Latino, and it's been like a challenge or stress and you know what I'm saying and you know it, it's been really really difficult for me actually to get them on you is know? it because they're just do you feel like they're flaky are these the same comments you're saying are flaky in the first place um, or is these just out. people that you can't I'll reach out I'll email I'll you know I'll put forth my efforts or um you know what I'm saying it's just difficult like uh where I don't know if it's just comics. I think it's just comics in general because I did. Reach out. <laughs> I, it's comics in general. I even shouldn't even say race is involved because I've reached out to certain other comics and and then it's like a whole game chasing or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, what? And I won't deal with egos. I won't. Yes, deal with as egos. as we've mentioned, I yes, won't. Absolutely. I won't deal no, no, with. No, and I'm not kissing nobody's ass and and like yo, it's a podcast. It's not. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving an IMDb credit. 
Like, just, <laughs> that should be like, I forgot where I went. Somebody's like, oh, I wanted to get an IMDb credit. I'm like, yo, I'm giving those out. Get on my podcast. Like, Hell yeah. Yeah. I didn't know this was IMDb credit. What? Well, you could do that with podcasts. You could easily put it. Anybody could do that. Really? Yeah, I'll give you the that. I'll give you the information after. Let's Thank not you. share our tips. Oh yeah, of course. Let's not share with. We don't know what comics are listening because I already That's I was true. trying to book a comic recently, and he goes, "Who's your editor?" And I'm like, "It's a guy." <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm not giving up my editor unless they're going to be a guest. Like, who is what shady shit is that? Yeah, it's kind of weird, you know. Why are yeah. you trying to pick up your editor? Like trying to pick up your I own. Know. Well. My editor's going to be like, why didn't you refer me now? Because he watches every episode. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like, but yeah, the guy, I'm like trying to book the guest. And then the editor, he's like asking me for my editor. And I'm like, are you going to be a guest in my show? What? Yeah. What? yeah. <laughs> are you going to be a guest? What? You know what I'm saying? How about you agree to it? You want my editor's info? Yeah. You want my, you'll go through me. Yeah. You'll I'll go, go in person. You come meet me. You come to my, you know, we will do the podcast. And then I'll give you the info. Right. Yeah. Don't be a user now. And don't be, yeah. I don't like users. I don't like users. Really? What sign are you, are you Daniel? Say what sign? Is- oh, okay. I'm a Gemini. So, oh. so my birthday's coming up June 13th. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. But um, Sagittarius, the way you, the, whatever mood you're in with a Sagittarius, you should be in. So if somebody comes with you a bad mood or whatever, you don't like to deal with it, right? Like yeah. if somebody comes to you negative, you're like, hey, huh? Yeah, yeah. I like to be, yeah, I, I definitely like the positives. Too. And when you gamble, do you get lucky? Uh, I guess I don't gamble that much because I was always afraid to lose money. So I never really um, put money down. Do you gamble? I don't gamble at all. At all? No, I don't like that. I don't even, um, when it comes to investing, I just do simple stuff. I won't do like take any big risk. No, that's probably safer, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of just follow the market. You know, well, no, I, when I said it's my mom is a Sagittarius. And when I, there was a time I lived in Vegas, I would Ooh. give her $20 and she would go to the casino and come back with $120. Nice. And the penny slots. That's, oh my God, that's yeah. 20%. I know. I, I didn't do it. I was like, I'd be pissed if I lose my 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, got, I used to get drunk back when I drank. I used to get drunk and go to Atlantic City and then just mm-hmm. just get wasted and then play uh, nickel slots. <laughs> There's nothing like winning $4 with nickel slots. Because oh. you go, I would make this noise. I'd be like, nickel! <laughs> drunk in the middle of Atlantic City. It was great. I recommend that to any watcher of this podcast or a listener. Get on out there, go to Atlantic City, get real wasted and pretend to have a good time on the nickel and dime machine. Oh my it's gosh, the nickel and dime machine. Nickel and dime machine. No, my mom just... with the penny slot, like that's her. She likes that, but she doesn't get wasted. She just, she goes and she feels she was, you know, and again, like I I lived in Vegas both. T- I lived there actually twice, both times. It was, I don't like live Vegas. At all. I don't like, it would be, it's cool to visit there, but after living there, it is, and I know it's changing. A lot of my good friends live in Vegas, but it's not to live there. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big, big city girl. I need either LA or New York. Mm, that's smart. That's nice. Yeah, I need a big, big city. I or can't, Beijing, you know, another one, Beijing. I don't know about Beijing. I mean, 
you know, I always wanted to go to China and check out their big cities because they probably have a lot of people who are there. You know, they have a lot of they have huge cities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think Mexico City is the most populated. I didn't know that. Really? We've got to look up. Hold on. Let's look up the most populated. This is where I need a producer. (laughs) Yeah. On the side, just kind of hearing you. He's like, oh, it's Mexico City. I just checked. Yeah. Most populated cities. Let's look this up. Let's see. Country, countries or cities. Okay. Let's do cities because India. Oh, and India really likes me too. Most populated cities in the world. Tokyo is number one. New York is number two. Nice. Mumbai, Mexico City. See, I was right. Beijing is under Mexico City. Oh, okay. And Shanghai, then LA. So we are population of 8.8 million here in new york nice and yeah so we're the second most populated city how much is wait how many people does mexico city have nine point no is it oh hold on hold on i read it wrong did i read it wrong mexico is 9.2 see yeah no mexico city oh no it isn't even in order okay they make you put it in order for you okay you're right beijing no shanghai is 27 million holy shit beijing is 22 million oh my god you know there's going to be 50 different types of this is when you know you're in a big city you need like 50 different types of food like i I can't do that chipotle oh you went craving mexican chipotle shit okay that's not me i don't do that you get what i'm saying i need my uh like my uh, Tex-Mex, my uh, Mexican food, like at Jackson Heights. Yeah, you need your spicy, spicy spices. Right, 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 right. I I need like 50 different, well, when it comes to Mexico, Mexican food, you got to go to LA. LA is only 3.9. New York is 8.8. Tokyo is 14 million. So they didn't eat it. Let me tell them, most populated in order. Let me say in order because we don't have time for this. We don't have so, time to like figure this out on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, 27 million people though. That's fucking crazy. Here we go here. List of the largest cities in the world. Tokyo, Japan, 39.1 million. Oh my God. Jakarta. I've never heard of this. Jakarta? Jakarta. Okay. You said it right. I didn't know what the... <laughs> ja- say it again. <laughs> Jakarta. Jakarta, Indonesia, 34.5 million. Oh, my God. I didn't even know. Jakarta's always been a small. I always thought it was small. Indonesia, I thought it was a smaller nation. Now, I'm going to say this wrong. You may have to correct me. John John Queen, China, 32 million. Is it? Oh, John Queen? John Queen, yeah. 32 million. Seoul, Korea, South Korea. 26 million. Here we go now. Jesus. Shanghai, 24.8. Philippines, Manila. Is it Manila? Did I say that correctly? Uh, money. Yeah, I think that's fine. 24.1. Wow. San Paulo, Brazil. Brazil, boom, boom. 22 million. Beijing, China, 21.9. Oh my God. Mexico City, 21.8. Mumbai, India, 20. Yo, so Mexico City is above New York City then? 
Yeah, I told you. Yeah, because I knew. Yeah, it's big because people from Mexico City, like I've met people from Mexico City when I lived on the West Coast, they can often look European. Oh, shit. Because that is where Spain conquered. Spain conquered. So they look very European. I've met people with like blue eyes and everything in Mexico City. Um, Mumbai, India, 20 million point seven. And then New York City is 19.4 million people. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. I know this. The, in Manhattan, at any given time, it's like 8 to 10 million people. So a shit ton of people on this Manhattan, on, on the Manhattan Island. Is how many people you say? Eight, like 8 million. During like a week, day, 8 to 10. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And I say we're, we're, it's sinking. Yeah. There's just so much weight on top of us. It's not going to be here in 80 gonna... years. I know. Well, don't buy any real estate there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you think that would make the real estate prices in the city go down? No, I feel for me, it'd be like people almost being like, well, I only have a few years left. Let me just keep going to Manhattan. Huh? You know what's oh. crazy? Yeah, uh-huh. they're like, it's a last minute thing. They're like, oh, I only have a few years left. I might as well move there. If anything, it'll drive prices up, I think. Oh, no. to enjoy the last little bit before. Yes. Sink. Yeah. Couldn't you see that people selling off the last couple of years? Like it's sinking. People kind of go like, look, okay, sure. Don't come to New York or come and see it for the last uh, time. I don't, when it comes to real estate though, like people want to be able to pass it on and generational wealth, because then you can't like, you can't, yeah, they could sell it, but like, oh, you're there. It's not like that. Real estate's not like. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. But then it would make me really scared to like want to live there. So oh, yeah. Buy in Brooklyn or Queens or Jersey. <laughs> and then if it sinks, what are we going to have? Like this bill, this. uh, Like, what would we have if it does sink? I have no idea. Also, even if it does sink, it's like. Are we going to have canals like Venice? Someone said. Oh, through the city? Like, it's going to be, like, canals we, like that? Yeah, they said it could. That would be the next feasible point. Because there's nothing we can do. You'd have to tear apart some of the buildings and take them down. And yeah. nobody would ever do that. Nobody. Oh, no, no. No, no they wouldn't. ever going to give up real estate on the Manhattan Island. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're still going to be jacking the prices for the uh, NYC students every year. Oh yeah, like without question. Oh yeah, you notice like it, it gets. I'm like, how are these kids affording this? Like this rent, and, and it'll be like a little shoebox apartment for four grand. Oh god, or something crazy to go live. Yeah, thirty six hundred dollars for like average rent in those kind of places for like a shoebox kind of place. It depends on where, but exactly. But like, if you go to West Fourth, you're paying easily three grand, easily. Yeah, and that whole area is popping at nighttime. People love it. Hell, I was there two days ago and I got offered coke like four times. You got what? Offered cocaine. Oh, really? Yeah, but like by drug dealers outside. It wasn't like someone had a coke and offered me. It was guys trying to sell their coke. So they're really um, brazen down there. They'll like they'll go like coke, 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 coke. Hey, big man. This guy said, "Hey, big man, way to insult me before I buy your coke." By the way. Oh my god. Yeah. First thing is, hey, big man. And I'm like, oh, okay, mean. You can buy some Coke. And I was like, no, do I look like I do Coke? Oh, man, my God. Guy. I, you said that you look like I do Coke. 
Do I look like I do coke, bro? So where have you been performing lately? Because we just went on a like a rabbit hole of the biggest city. Where have you been? What's where have you been? Uh oh, okay. There's different clubs. I've been working, okay. I've been working in the tiny cupboard lately, the comedy mm-hmm. shop, the grizzly pair. Um, I've been working at New York Comedy Club a little again. I just mm-hmm. did roast battle for them on Thursday. Do you know what roast battle is? No, no, no. Share with me what is that? Okay, so roast battle is two comedians facing off head to head. And you basically insult each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you go hard with the insults. And that was at New York Comedy Club? Yes. Oh, nice. And the guy I faced looked very milk toast, very like vanilla. So Uh I said to him, I said, uh, if you're here, one of the opening jokes I had that hit hard was, if you're here, who's pressuring a minor into keeping their baby at Planned Parenthood? (laughs) And as you can imagine, destroyed. It destroyed in the room. I won the uh-huh. first round. He won the second. And it went to double overtime. Oh, wow. Good. It was like one of those great, like, fun times. And you're just mostly just making fun of what they look like. Uh-huh. You're shitting on them. It's like a fun time. Yeah. I mean, you, said- you know what? Because now with the writer's strike, I've been, um, and I watch different podcasts because of, uh, I sort of got to do that for marketing purposes and nice. everything, you know. Nice. But, um I've been watching a little bit of Kill Tony. And, yeah? Yeah. And um, I've seen a couple episodes. And um, yeah, he only gives him like a minute. Like yeah. one minute. That's it. Yeah. And then they tear you apart. Yeah. Don't do make they, fun of you. Do they do it for, um, I just think like a minute isn't good enough. Like it's, I see it's pressure. Yeah, but they're every single like I know it's totally about pressure. You think as yeah. many laughs you can in that one little minute. God, that's difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's hard as hell. And then it's like a hat that they're doing. Yeah, it's a it's a pastel. I'm sure like someone like yourself who has like is known or whatever. I'm sure they can like. Well, I'm, not a a comic, I'm not a comic though. I'm not a comic. Yeah, do yeah. A minute of stand up. A minute of, uh, yeah, no, but I'm not, a, I look, I have bigger goals. My goals are to be a producer. Oh. And to pimp you comics. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very nice. I come from the Pip and Ho game. So <laughs> my thing is, I see, like, I really want to produce, you know, I'll have a podcast. I want to, like, do other things. I would, you know, any investors out there. Uh, you know get like, your money working for you yeah like i really want to do bigger you know like the, nothing against like i appreciate the arts and i appreciate the stand-up comedians and all that other stuff but um to you know what i mean i've always been a chuckle fucker oh nice okay yeah. hell yeah you, you guys a lot of need... small dicks i can imagine huh <laughs> a lot of small dicks well yeah, no yeah. i say chuckle fucker but i'm saying like you know because of the years of stripping I got, I couldn't, you know, so let me break it down to you. When you're a stripper, like every night you're in a nightclub and every night you're hearing DJs, you're hearing music, you're hearing different types of songs. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing different types of girls. You're seeing different types of vaginas that you may not want to see and stuff. So then, you know, you, you don't want to like you on your day off, you don't want to go to a nightclub. You don't want to see you know what I'm saying? Or you may get PTSD from some roast beef you saw, but you want to like, 
you get what I'm saying? So I've always like uh, what I, I always enjoyed going to a comedy club or seeing a comic or whatever, you know, laughing, like getting over whatever shit I've been going through. You know what I'm saying? So it's therapeutic. So that's why I've always preferred comedy over, um, you know, so I'm not an actual chucker fucker out there. You know what I'm saying? When I say that, I just said, you know, yeah, like I've I always it. been one that I've enjoyed it, but I've always admired, um, like Mitzi Shore. Um, what's the guy from Saturday Night Live that has the dry, um, John humor? Um, the, the executive producer. Oh, uh, Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. I've always admired him. I did admire Johnny Carson. Um, so I've, uh, but he was more of a comic, but I liked the, what he did as a show, but I admire the people that weren't the comics that were like, that made a difference. You get what I'm saying? So yes. like, that's ultimately what I'd want to do. I, I do want to, my um, oldest is in Austin and I would love to go to Austin and I've been, yo, I've been trying to go to uh, Joe Rogan's like comic, looking at the tickets. You can't catch those tickets, but I'm like, is that, I was like, was the only comp, like, is that the only thing to do there? Like how much does it cost? Well, no, the, they get sold out. Like it's the craziest oh thing. If you go to his, like, I really want to, I used to love when I lived in LA, I love the comedy store and um. You know, I do my daughter's out there and, you know, we would want to go to like Joe Rogan's um, new place. But like, yo, the tickets are like gone. And I've seen him in person. I've seen I've seen every comic you can name out there. That's a big name in person. Oh, okay. I've I've literally like I've seen so many comics in person because I used to go to the comedy, you know, only I never saw Dave Chappelle would like to see him. Um, But I've never you know what I'm saying? Um. I've seen like every comic you can name, like I've seen, you know, Joey Diaz in person. I've seen, um, God, you name it. I've seen him because at the comedy sure. store, when I lived in LA, you would go see all these people, you know what I'm saying? And so I would go there a lot and it was affordable. So it was a great venue. It's a great venue. You know, Joe, Joey Diaz, one of those guys, it's a little crazy. And yeah. you're like he's very well, intense humor. So so he's very intense, but that's like he's exactly like, and it's funny, he's Cuban. My dad's he remind like he even looks like he would be part of my father's family. That's the crazy thing about him. Really? So like an uncle he you does. Your, yeah, he yeah. does, he looks like he well, um, because he's only 60 years old. Um, I think he's only like he's 60, right? Yeah. Um, he looks like he would like on my father's side. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Also. He's 60 and he looks pretty okay for 60. Like he does not look 60. I think because he's, he's taken care of himself a little bit better through the past couple of years. Yeah. I think, yeah. Cause I listen to Joey Diaz a lot and he does have a way with um, doing a podcast alone that I couldn't do. Cause he'd be bored after a moment. If you do like an episode or two by yourself, yeah. you're like two people. Looking, helps banter. Yeah. You looking at the wall, like, uh-huh. Yeah. What am I going to uh-huh. say? You're going to get repetitive. You get what I'm saying? So if he does a really good job, but um, yeah, he, he's totally like, he does remind me, um, my father would have been like 15 years older than him. So I don't want to say like, cause he's not old enough to be my father, but um, he sort of like reminds me of my father, you know, and stuff like that and how wild and crazy he is. Like, so, and when I, I, I actually lived by him when I lived in North Hollywood in LA. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cause listening to the podcast and, all that I knew he lived, he lived not too far from me when I lived. There. Oh, now I'm in Brooklyn. Now you're in Brooklyn. 
Yeah, now I'm in Brooklyn, and I think he's in Jersey now. So you still yeah. have it. It could be a meet cute anytime. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd love he's to have him. Old. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to have him on um, my podcast. You know what I'm saying? He's a married man. He has a daughter and all that. He's a family. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to chuckle fuck him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, the, you know what? There's like some married comics out there that I like, but I, I'm not. Another thing is I don't believe um, his, uh, I don't believe in like breaking up families or stuff like that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like that's, ta- and then also I'm a Gemini. When I see somebody with a partner or whatever, I'm like, that's, I, 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 it does something where I never want to get with them. It's a weird feeling. Oh, so I've never been into that. Steal your it is tra- my mother used to say a term in Spanish about something with the dog lies on the floor. Are you going to lie on the dog with the floor? Meaning like men will do it. But do you want something with I forgot. The, but it was first of all, that sounds like a classic Spanish phrase. Yeah. Yeah. It was a yes. Spanish phrase. Do you know what I'm talking? Can you say it? No, you know but I, I just know. Even the, though I- yeah, like it's something where the drama in those sheer words you're using right now is enough to be like that's Latino. Yeah, yeah, it was like so. I she put this in my head when I was younger, and about the dog lying on the floor. Men can lie with the dog on the floor, but do you want to join them on the floor? So I saw it like that. So that's you know what I'm point. saying? I have respect if somebody's married. You know what I'm saying? Like I have yeah. res- when I say I'm a chuckle fucker like that. I don't go after somebody's married i don't destroy you know healthy boundaries healthy yeah well you like why why do you want to go there as a person right yeah ruin a family why do you want to do that like there's it's not just you it's your yourself like yo like so that term sticks with me and um surprisingly a lot of sex workers think like that too you know what i'm saying they've been around with me we have morals (laughs) of course if yeah. anything, I, I did probably have like a strong like uh, ethical code because you're dealing with such a difficult business already. Yeah. So you probably have a strict code. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Strict code. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So wow, you've been performing everywhere. Look at that. Yeah. I and try, I don't see know. none of your shows on your IG. I put them on there. Like when I'm oh, like. Do? Yeah, like I have a show here, but you're right. I need to get better at that too. So I'm going to tell you a little tidbit because I'm a fan of comedy, what you should do for marketing. Tell me, Um, because I'm bad at it. Okay, so on your Twitter, on your Facebook, on all that, what you should do once a week, make a flyer via Canva, put like a picture where you're like doing stand-up comedy, tag the clubs, tag everywhere you're going to be. Because people like me, what I do is, and I, I do, I, I'll go like this. Okay. What am I going to do Friday or Saturday night? So I go on my IG, I look at the comics and the comics that show where they're going to perform. I might go to their show. You understand? So I, because yeah, you never know. That's you never true. know. Right. Well, you never know. Like, it's like I said, that's my, if I'm going to go anywhere, like, yo, you could offer me Beyonce tickets. I'm not taking them. I'd rather go to a comedy show. And you need people like me to go fill up the seats, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. We do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, do that like once a week. It might be a pain, but when you know, like your latest show dates, write it on Canva, pin it to your IG, pin it to your Twitter and all your social medias. Like get that same flyer and just put it everywhere. If all comics could do that, us chuckle fuckers could come together uh, like, <laughs> and feel up your seats. But this is to me, it's like a great way. And then you change it when you already have those dates because 
I hate the website thing is like, I don't have time to go to your website. Okay. So who are we looking? Let me look at somebody right here. Let me find a comic. Let me look at you. Hold on. Here you are. I don't know where you're performing. That's true. It's and not you need to put, So here we are going to analyze your, okay. uh, we're going to analyze it. Now you need to put the little Colombian flag. Okay. Represent, right. represent. Always. Okay. And we have, my parents are my first cousins, the only inbred comic. Okay. That's funny. Admit that's funny. You have to admit that's funny. And the face is cute. You don't think I like you don't like it? No, it is cute, but um so I have a, a fan of mine for the past 10 years that his parents yeah. were really inbred comic. I mean inbred not inbred comics, inbred cousins. I do have a fan of mine, and his parents were cousins. And um I'm not even going to go politically who he's for, <laughs> but, but let's say, uh, let's say uh, he's on a train that I won't go on. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's true. Um, I hope my editor doesn't, because I don't like, don't put that Nick with my clips. Okay. Whatever you do with yeah. me, listen put to that out. But your parents aren't first cousins, right? They are actually cousins. Like second or third? Yeah, but it's all okay. like, it's, yeah, it's like a bit. You know, you take the right, truth right, and you right, exaggerate right. it. Well, no, no, I know like in certain line of matter country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that does happen all the time. It does happen. Yeah, yeah. I, so I'm looking over here. I don't know when you're performing. I don't know when, how am I going to go to your show? That's if I'm, true. I'm looking through your IG. I don't know where you're going to perform. That's true. And, and a website to me is so late 90s, early 2000s. Um, we have social media, which you can get Canva for free and do a flyer and pin that. And then that way, chuckle fuckers all around can go and see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I see the reasoning for this now. Yeah. Because I just see them all the time. But I never, I guess I just never jumped on that wagon. But well, if it's, you're right. I never think of so the people who like, want to go. Yeah. Well, me, like, like I'm over here going. And then I have to go, let me go to the stand. Okay, so I love the stand because of the food. Nice. Oh, look, wine. This is what they're doing. National, oh, because it's wine day or national. It was whiskey day. And there, here we are, the stand with another white female comic, a, ma- a white male comic. Okay, who do I want to see? I want to see somebody I'm going to represent. But I, I get it, though. After I... I've seen this guy before. Um, I want to see somebody that I relate to. So the food is good. So I'll go to the stand. But you know what I'm saying here? Somebody you want to see someone you relate to. Yeah, I want to see somebody I relate to. But I've been at the stand where I'm watching people I relate to. And, you know, maybe it was all the. um, What's it called that they grew up? The Go-Gurts. And. the cake, what's it called that the kids used to eat? You know what I'm saying? In the 90s. Which uh, one? Dunkaroos. Remember oh, the- Dunkaroos. Yeah. So there was a whole bunch of Dunkaroo ate, um, eaters and millennial. And, and and I'm the only one laughing. Me, me and my friend are the only one laughing the whole time. But I was like, and they're like, God, the show, they were like, we left and the show was so good. 
And I said, yo, those millennials are just raised on Dunkaroos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are those Dunkaroos and Go-Gurts did to them that they don't Ooh. like? I'm Generation X, if you didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but they're I didn't. Like, yeah, they're like, they're like looking and it's you know it's a couple latino comics and i totally related and i'm thinking yo we're in new york city you guys are like how caucasian is this like uh, <laughs> you know what i'm saying and, and uh they're like really looking all but the one thing that pissed me off is one comic goes on there and then he has the nerve to say yeah um i'm dating indian girls because they're a lot smarter than latinas and they all start laughing. And I said, these fucking millennial motherfuckers. What like, a piece of yeah. shit. Yeah. And I'm like, what a piece of shit. And I was like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? Like, and they art. were all laughing at that. <laughs> and I'm just like, you motherfuckers. Like, and I was like, I didn't clap for him. I was like, okay, that was not Ooh. funny. Like, and I'm like, how the fuck is this acceptable? But then you can't go like, the other like you can't say certain shit before like that this is not canceled you're agree. saying yeah why is this not canceled you know what i'm saying you're why are you we... the comic is not famous enough huh that's when when the canceling doesn't happen no because... but they you know i'm sorry what they do to us hispanics you know how they do us yeah you know how like yeah i agree yeah yeah they do yeah yeah, they hear a little bit of Spanish and, oh, you need to go back to your country or yeah. this or that or whatever. And in comes walks a Canadian or in comes watching somebody <laughs> from France and they're accepted. You know what I'm saying? But God damn. Huh? Or yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or uh, Ukraine. But yeah. God yeah, damn, yeah. you say, you know, you, you speak a couple lines in Spanish at a restaurant. You're getting shamed to move away back to your country. Totally. Oh, I even had an Uber driver had the nerve to go. And he asked me, did you come here legally or illegally? Oh, my God. I was like, bitch, I was born here. Yeah. I was like, I was born here. (laughs) That's racist as fuck. (laughs) I was like, Uber. No, he was for left. Yeah. A left. Yeah. Yeah. How insulting, too. They say you're right in your face. They're right there the whole time. And you're yeah. hearing this most insulting yeah. thing you've ever heard. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's stuff has happened to me. And then even another time, um, this woman, and see, this is what gets me. You know, we're Latino, right? We can't say, and that was a Jewish guy that said it, by the way, to me. And then he started going on about stuff being anti-Semitic. And I'm like, dude, you just fucking asked me if I came yeah. here legally yeah, yeah, or illegally. Yeah. Now yeah. you're on this, like... What who the what the fuck's wrong with you, you fucking smuck? You know. Um, then um there was there's a woman that is in my neighborhood, she's a little cuckoo for cocoa pops, and she's getting her <laughs> she was getting here. This is the whole social media. She's getting her hair done and she was at a salon and she goes, Come in here, Marcella. And she goes, Do you know Marcella? And she shows them my IG. She pops up, she shows them my IG. And they go, and I go, yeah, how much do you do for blow dries or whatever, you know, for blowouts or whatever? And the woman quoted me, well, I'll do yours for 150 and you could tag me on, you could tag me. She tells me like that, it's 150 for the blow dry and you could tag me, right? So I send the woman and and, and uh, I don't have anything to do with this lady either because she said a racist thing to me. Uh I send a woman, I go, Hey, yo, you getting ripped off. Why don't you go to my guy? He's, you know, he's Dominican. He does 
all textured hairs. And she proceeds to tell me um, black salons charge more money than illegal immigrants do. Illegal oh aliens. God. That was the term because he's That's Dominican. So and I just was like, yo, you're, you're a fucking bitch. Now you're a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> now you're, yeah, you're, you're a bot. Like, you know what I'm saying to think? Cause I'm like, you rather <clears throat> to tell me that, like, and clearly the place they looked at my social media and they wanted to upcharge. Cause they think like for every dollar I have, I must be making that off every fan. You know, that ain't, yes. yeah, social yeah, media yeah. is like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's again, people are only getting the, the highlights. Right. They don't tell you like people think when you could do so much and move mountains and move this and move that, like, you know, with social media and it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the case at all. But yeah. So we, we Latinos, we deal with racism from black, white, Jewish people from everybody and they don't really realize it. And, but nobody really stands up for it. And, um, but we need to, we need to band together, you know, all of us Latinos, like whether you're Colombian, you're Mexican, you're Puerto Rican, you're Cuban, you're Venezuelan, whatever, we need to band together and not tolerate it. You you get what I'm saying? And, I agree. Yeah. And not but the hardest it. part is getting people on the same Getting place. people to support each other. Yeah, That's the thing yeah, to support each yeah, other. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and people don't. They, they really don't and they don't. And another instance is there was an influencer. Um, so, so I lived in L.A. and there was like somebody that had a, a business that uh, no had a gym. This guy who's a terrible person, he had a gym and he was talking bad about this Mexican business, the Aqua Fresca. Uh, Fresca is that how I say it? Aqua? You know, the fruit water? Aqua. Aquafina? No, aqua no. fresca. I don't know if I said it right. It's a Mexican drink. Um, it's real good. Uh, like horchata and stuff like that. Uh, and the Jamaica drinks and all that. And the guy, and he said something about like, what is this, a Mexican or something really racist? And everybody in LA, the Mexican people boycotted and stood up. Well, yeah. I, I saw, yeah. Oh, they, they dogged him out, right? And I know the business very well. And so I see the guy and I told him like, yo, you know, you're sitting here, you're tagging the business, you're Puerto Rican, you know, this business, this guy did that. And he goes, that's not my problem. He's like, he said that. And I'm like, yo, you Mexican, you need to stand with, I mean, you're Puerto Rican, you need to stand with other Latinos. And he, he didn't. And I, I, you know what it, again, with the influencers, this just shows you with, you know, people might look good or whatever, but do, you know, when somebody says that and somebody says, Oh, that's not my problem. And I'm still going to go there and they're supporting, you know, sometimes you do need to cancel out jerk offs when they do stuff like this, you need to be like, stand up and have morals and be pride. And when he said that, I was like, I unfollowed him. I'm not going to. Yeah. No, that's I don't, smart. I don't, I don't I tell mean, her, like, if you can't band together with your own, con- you know, just cause you think you're Puerto Rican, you're not, you know, you, you're, you grew up speaking Spanish. You grew up in the Island. You know, we need to stand up together. And well, there's that, that, that fight between Puerto Rican and like non-immigrants with like no papers. They, it's like a big, like, since they're Puerto Ricans are Americans. Yeah. They, they are like, it's like they, sometimes they come off as a little more snotty, you know, very less. I think the Cubans are more like that. The Cubans are more, come off more snotty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Cubans more. Um, the, the thing with Puerto Rico, the fight is 
when the island is a lot of gringos have taken over and they're making it hard for them to leave to live to survive because there's not they're not really getting the support from the u.s government like they should yeah that's the that's the actual what's going on so i don't think it's so much would i understand what you're saying you know like the illegal the illegal but we do just we bottom line all this brown folks need to come together i agree yeah i very much agree and support each other especially in the entertainment build and business yes. and and then encourage writers everybody behind this well that's movement. why i'm so happy you had me on honestly like, yes of just, course yeah. and i better be on your podcast <laughs> like, yes, yes yes i better be like don't be talking i'm really excited i just yeah I didn't, i'm gonna tell like, laney now Huh, yes, it was more that. like it was more like I didn't know she would do it, you know. And then I was like, I will. I figured I'd ask you now. for you, for you. <laughs> and I'm very picky. I am picky. You can ask Lainey. No, I believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, but thank you so much. Um, I appreciate. Please let my audience know how they could follow you. Okay, follow me because, on Instagram. Well, hold on. They're going to follow you on Instagram and you're going to follow in my marketing advice so they can go see yes. you, yes. right? Okay, yes. so tell them where they could follow you and everything else. Daniel, uh, uh, Daniel underscore J underscore Parafan. That's at Instagram. Daniel J Parafan pretty much everywhere else. Uh, I, I'd love it if you gave me a follow. I'm going to start putting my dates out there weekly according yes. to your, your advice. I'm going to drop yes. that. And by the time you do my podcast, I'll let you know about it. See how it goes. Okay. And my, uh, the podcast page is Last Call Comedy. It's really neat. So great. we'd love to have you on. Oh, I will. And I am Marcella Alonzo. You could follow me on my IG, Marcella Sobella. Um, my Facebook page, Marcella Sobella. My YouTube, Marcella Sobella. My Twitter is Marcella underscore L-U-V. And follow both podcasts by typing in Marcella Alonzo, wherever you're at. Um, I also host Get Schooled by Marcella Alonzo, along with the show Sunday Fun Day. So thank you so much for being on Sunday Fun Day. <laughs>